Test, 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 test. Test, 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 test. Man, we ready to go, bro. We ready. Let's just get this rolling, man. Let's do it. Um, all right. I'm not going to do intro. We're just going to roll and just have a conversation, bro. Uh, I think we should just let people know what we got going on, man. Like, what is the future of Half Court Podcast? Because we're definitely looking to scale this shit up. You know what I'm saying? And and we just it's going to go from there, man. What you thinking? Bro, so, like, I'm just a firm believer of, like, good omens. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, every year uh, before New Year's, like come November, December, I start writing down like my goals for 2022. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, just like boys in the past, stories we've had, I think ideas and input I like to put out there. Um, I've been thinking about doing a podcast. And then you had asked me, I think, November time frame to, mm. to get on again. And I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, dope. Um, but you quickly updated me on your situation and you had taken a little break and, you know, you're looking for a new co-host. And I was like, bro. And then I remember me and you just talked after our first podcast that we just posted today. And bro, we were so hype. We talked for like 45 minutes in the studio after, afterwards after the and we were, and like, I was like, that's a good omen. And like, bro, I just like, I, I've always messed with your vibes. I've watched a few of your episodes. Um, I was, I was like, this is perfect. So what is like an omen? Like what is so like for me? Um, I'm I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan of The Alchemist. It's by Paul Kaleo, mm-hmm. and it's a book that talks about like uh, there's a term in, in the book called Maktub, and it's Maktub, and and it's your personal legend, mm-hmm. and it kind of like it was written and kind of being in tune with uh, being open to not necessarily coincidences or why did I randomly run into this person at this time because I was thinking about them or but being open to that and not calling them coincidences and being more like what do I pursue like why was this put into my life like so like a kind of like a uh, it it was meant to happen or like kind of like this was like fate like this just didn't happen out of the blue you know Like, like I manifested talking about a podcast wanting to do it I'm a big believer in joint ventures. You presented an opportunity and I was like, that's not a coincidence. That's wild. Bro. Yeah, that's, how it, I like, that's how I fuck yeah, with shit. Yeah, bro. You know and it's like, it's the same, bro. I was like, I was like, damn, I need a co-host, but I'm not going to force it, you know? And then I entertained the idea of maybe doing like, I guess auditions, but I'm like, I, I just, I go off a of vibe instead of like Boy. actually forcing it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I was like, I, I can't force anything. I just have to let it happen. Like I can't just hit up like, oh, you know, Casey, that be me, be my co-host. I, yeah. It has to happen organically. I, I, yeah, organically. I believe in that shit. Like facts. When you want to meet people, when you want, you know what I'm saying, and it's like you just have to have, let that shit happen. So and so that's why I, I'm like a firm believer in 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 that being throughout life. Like let go of the anxiety, and I think like the opportunities for what you truly want, whether that be love, wealth. Um, and then eventually you might find out that you want those for the wrong reasons, but like, if you want those things and your heart desires it and you're a good person, I think those coincidences that happen, coffee shop, you just ran into Tom again, whatever, whatever. And that's, you know, you're back or you got to follow those kind of like, uh. Those those omens. You're a big believer in you get what you give. You get what you give. Yeah, the key to living is giving. Tony mm-hmm. Robbins put me on that back in the day. Uh, YouTube when it first like came out, 2009, 10. Well, when I first got on the platform, I was in the Navy and I was big on like five years. And he's the one that talked about like five best friends, mm-hmm. like like what you consume. But he, he was real big on giving. I mean, the dude wrote a book and he interviewed, like he, he built a network of some of the, the richest people in the world. And he wrote a book, uh, like seven lessons on how to invest talks more about index funds, SP 500. Um, but he, yeah, Tony, Tony Robbins got me into key to living is giving, but it's, I think it's worked out like things in my life, all of a sudden, you know, things can go south for me. And, and I, I, I try to remain positive and I feel like that extra inch I get or that little door or crack that opens that gives me the, the spirit to get out mm-hmm. is it comes from that like giving side that like that like good karma side. Yeah, I, I definitely believe in that, bro. And it's it, it's wild, bro. Like right now we got, you know, big plans for this and, and we want to have fun and, and obviously scale this up and be, you know, the biggest as we can because you got to manifest that shit like you got to you know like if you look at the how you know the podcast started from my apartment in my living room to now having my own studio like this is wild bro like damn you know what i'm saying for real and it's it's hard work you know and it's like one of those i was watching a video actually you know that talks about hard work versus luck now the in the the video it's explaining like how for example you put bill gates 
Bill Gates was more of luck because he had the parents that put him in this, you know, private school. And like, so in most cases, he was favoring luck more than hard work. But do you think that's the case? Like, so I, I'm, I'm kind of like a little bit on the other side where I, I take two different, two different verbs. And I like uh, when preparation meets opportunity. Mm, um, that's and, huge. and you just being ready for the challenge or the opportunity that presents itself. And if you're always, you know, ready for that, whether that be as you grow through business, you have capital to take on other ventures when they present themselves, or even just the fact that you've, uh, you've, you've, you've t- played the long game and you put yourself in a position where you've understood an industry for a little while and you worked for a corporation and you've put in the hours and then all of a sudden, you know, that other person that you're friends with uh, or acquaintances with says like, I'm starting a joint venture and I need your knowledge mm-hmm. and boom, preparation meets opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. That's huge. I do. I do believe in that. Or was it luck? You yeah. Yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, it's it could, one, be, could be the same. Kind I of. think it's a balance. I think when you, you know, weigh both of them, I think it could be one or the other, you yeah. know, like I think it's for Natalie, for example, if you want to get better and you want to be the top dog, you, you got to put in the work, you know what I'm saying? And it could be one of those where you get traded to a team that's pretty good and it has the pieces for you to win these championships, but yeah. you know, it can go either way. Yeah. But it was just interesting to me and man, I think, uh, you would consider your story or like what you've been through and how in the position you're in today to be more of a opportunity meets preparation or uh, luck or what do you what would you say? Uh, yeah, I, I would I would definitely say uh, the opportunity meets preparation. Um, you know, like, uh, for instance, I had just gotten out of the Navy and I feel like the Navy and those four years of my adolescence, like 18 to 23 it was like learning more like life lessons, like foolish pride, you know, some of these things, some of these core core things that you, you kind of learn as you grow up, even in your teens. Mm-hmm. Um, but but after we're, we're to your question, I had gotten out and uh, uh, the, you know, family friend of mine who I consider like my uncle, he, he's uh, he's visiting for, in town. And and right then I'm looking like, what do I do next? I got this GI Bill. I got all this experience that I had done in the Navy. But now I have like no roadmap to what I'm going to do. And like he just asked me, he's like, what do you like to do? You know, what what are you good at? And I'm like, I, I feel like I'm good at communicating with people, like communicating like my miss message or vision or whatever the case may be, service. And he's like, um, he offers me an opportunity in Oklahoma um, for an internship. And it was going to start in May. And I think we had the conversation like end of February. And so I like the only thing I wasn't in a position to, which I did on my own, was just like bail on my lease in Albuquerque that I already signed and committed to. And a friend that I had committed with kind of bailed out anyway. So was going down. So I took that hit early, definitely on your credit. Um, but Everything else, I, I had no children at that point. I, I had learned a lot about myself in the military, um, and my preparation was there. And then he provided the opportunity. And when he did, I was ready. Damn, that's one of those, right? Because it's like, that's a, you know, you're moving out with, of what you are used to. What you know. What you know, what you're used to. And a lot of people like comfort. When they get in that comfort zone, it's hard for them to get out, you know? And that's why I think. A lot of people don't take that next step because they're used to comfort, whether it's, you know, being in the place you grew up or job opportunity. People just love that comfort. And it just takes that getting out of your comfort zone to make shit happen. So I I think, yeah, I think it's comfort for sure. You hit that on the nail. And I think it's like um, sometimes it's like false loyalty you know, or, or, you know, you need to be there for your friends. Sometimes when you haven't seen your friends in a little while, like early on when you're a young kid and you start dating for the first time, but you had your click. And then the one that dates first, it's like, bro, where are you at? Like, you don't give us no more time anymore. You're with her all the time. Like you, you know, and you have that false loyalty where you hang out too much in that and the, and you get, let the guilt for leaving the circle um, get to you. And, and sometimes it ruins relationships long term because you need to sometimes let go of the circle for a little while to figure out your your MACTA, right? Your life mm. journey. And then you, you're always down to go back to the circle or bring them with you. But but you have to you have to get out of the habitat you're used to. And I think it's comfort and I think it's false loyalty, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you grow up, you want to be with your boy. Like when I grew up in high school, it was like, I'll ride my bike. We're in the neighborhood. Like, that's my boy. And that's that's the code. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when it, when when you start to separate from that and the first ones you see going on their different journeys, um, you know, it just it's how they take it. And then and then you see what friends are real friends and life plays out. But. But yeah, you got to You got to just jump. I think I feel like anybody right now that's like on the fence about doing something. 
I mean, I, I think when we were talking to Danny and Alex uh, on the podcast the other day, it really hit me when I was like, you could always go back. And right. I always had that in my head. Like, bro, my mom, I mean, I'm, she, your mom's the same way. Like, they, like she loves me. She, I got a couch. I got a bed whenever I need it. I'm like, I got a room. So, like, for me, early on, it was, like, quick to jump because mm -hmm. I knew if I needed to go back, like, do I have 200 bucks to buy a plane ticket home? That's, That's all it. I need. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I got chili. I got whatever yeah, I need. Yeah. I got a warm blanket. No, that's that's Just, true, bro. That's true. I think that's one of those where, and I think Gary Vee preaches that shit a lot. It's like, yeah, you, you can always leave your job and it's going to be there. Yeah. If you want to take that risk, if you want to, you have a business idea, remember that that job is always, plenty of jobs are going to be waiting to hire you back again. So it's like, mm -hmm. just take that step, you and, know? And you got to, bro, because like you, and it's never going to go how you, or, how you originally jumped. You're going to land somewhere you, you didn't really plan on it. Like, you know, when, when Roland gave me that opportunity, um, you know, I, I thought I was going to work. That was with his food and beverage company that he had, had offered me his internship with and ultimately ended up on the casino side with the slot machines and games. Um, but and I would have never guessed that it would have went the route it did. But again, I had to jump first and I and I literally broke my lease. I my You're going process. somewhere where you don't know anybody. Yeah. You're just fresh. You fresh. Know, like. And I think the biggest thought process, and I think what people need more, is you need to be the dumbest one in the room. Like, and, and I asked him his advice when I first got there. Like, how do I succeed here? Like, how do I be like you? And uh, I think it was just as simple as that. And you know what he told me? He told me, he's like, he's like you need to, like, be a sponge. He's like, be a sponge, listen, you know, and he's like, hey, he always, everyone's so quick to talk, but then they don't make any sense, you know, listen. Mm -hmm. So I took his advice, bro, like the first two months, like first two years, I, uh, I, I met his network and I listened to their conversations. I listened how, you know, business deals were talking about this pivot point, this pivot point, And I was just a sponge. And, and I think that's what benefited me the most, being the dumbest person in that room and listening. Like, wow, just bro. do that wild and then yeah. you look back at that story because you even said it like the first time i had you on the podcast it was like you're in your car broke because you bet everything in I the casino when, what was it 80 bucks or something it was shit? like 80 bucks i had well so he had he had left uh the key for me to his house he was on a business trip so he left the key uh at my grandma's house for me to pick up when I drove to oklahoma so i'm driving to oklahoma i'm like in amarillo got the radio on and like i'm like I forgot the key. I'm like, no. And I'm already in Amarillo. So I like, I text and then Roland's like, sorry, man. I, I like, I'm on business. I don't get flying until Sunday night. And so this what is day was Friday. This? this is Friday. Oh, so it's two days. This is two days. Yeah. So, uh, so the first night I had a, I had a boy. So I, I, I like stopped in Amarillo. And, uh, but the second night when I had nowhere to stay, I, uh, I went and I'm in Riverwind, which is a casino, like right by his house. And you know, Riverwind. Mm. And, uh, and so uh, I call my mom and I have 80 bucks on me, but it's not enough to get a room. So um, I go into blackjack, bet the 80, lose it. And I had a little Honda Civic at the time. And this is, bro, this is like May. So I sleep, I lower the Honda Civic back uh, to, to, for the back seat, lay my feet in there. And I wake up like at 6 a.m. like sweating because it's so hot. And I stayed in the whole day. I stayed at McDonald's. He didn't fly in until Sunday night. And, bro, I mean, I was on it, though. I read his mission statement for traditions. I read what the company was about. So like, you were taking I, advantage I of ready. that time. I was taking advantage of the time, even though I was, like, down and out. Yeah. And I didn't even tell him that I slept in the car until, like, you know, months after our relationship developed more. Because, you know, when you live with somebody, it got, like, thank, thank, like thankful for the opportunity that he gave me. Um, but, but we just got closer, and I was able to then open up about those early early things he was like what the yeah he's like really yeah yeah it was, it was, damn it was no that is it's crazy bro it's, it, that kind of falls in like you know when you tell that story it's like damn like it kind of sounds like a a millionaire kind of story like you took a risk you were in your car broke you know to now putting yourself in that position and it's broke like the lease yes yeah no. you did a, like a lot of things that were like damn this could go either way you know what i'm saying yeah. but you Put yourself and I told you like had you not come to Oklahoma and took that step, would you be where you where you are today? Uh, you know, I, I I think I would be in a different place for sure. Um, but I, and I I would I think 
at that time in my life, Alchemist was already big to me. So I was open to those, uh, to those signs Mm -hmm. or those opportunities. And I think even that year I had told myself like, you know, I remember specifically in the Navy, like sitting down with all the E3s and under enlisted, like boys, like 21, 22, like you going to reenlist, you going to reenlist. I'm like, bro, we could always come back. Like the military will take us back. So I was big on that. But my goal was Tony Robbins said I need to be the dumbest one in the room. Like who's the smartest person I know? And boom, Roland comes to my mind. And I'm like, man, I'm just going to like talk to him. Like, and I've all, I mean, we've always talked, like we've been close. I come home family holidays. He's around and we, you know, catch up, ask me how the military was, ask him. How, I knew he was always involved in business. So, um, so yeah, that, that was, that was what Tony Robbins and YouTube in the Navy and knowing that just being a risk taker, knowing I can go back to the Navy if I needed like my safe haven, or I could transition to a cop or a firefighter, or some kind of 20-year retirement, you know? Um, but but Roland then gave me that that ticket, and I took it. And, bro, I got to meet his network. I was at the OU 50-line suite. like, But just listening and looking at, like, 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 the kids that were there. And I'm like, bro, my little brother gets pumped, like, going to the Harlem Globetrotters game. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He has seen a picture of me and my mom, like, in Albuquerque at Tingley. Like, these boys are, like, meeting KD and Russ. Like, it even opened up an opportunity for, for, for my little brother to come meet Russ and go bowling with them. And even then, bro, even then, I saw that experience makes experience uh, in a room helps allow you to be more comfortable with your goals, So, like, let me explain that. So, like, Ace was really, you know, he was diving into basketball. And I got the opportunity to go bowling with Russ and KD. And the the company that I I consult for today, they were doing a sponsorship for the lane. So, my mom comes down, my two little brothers, my sister, and my my dad. and, uh, And Ace is, like, KD's messing with his ball. Like, Russ is being cool. You know, it's all about the kids. But, like, I think he was, like, this... Like, I see this guy on TV all the time. But, like, now, now he's, like, being a friend. Like, he's cool. Like, and I'm, like, see, brody, you can do whatever. Like, and I think it was more real to him. Like, he touched it. He felt it. Mm-hmm. It's not just, a, like, a fathom character in the Navy. Like, I mean, in the in the NBA. Like, maybe I could do this. And, bro, my mom called me. She's, like, I don't know, like, what that trip did. But, like, Ace is, like, trying stuff he's never tried before. He's, like, he's like running in the lane. He's trying to do layups he's never tried before. Like, it gave him more confidence. And then I think about myself. And I was, like, when I started to become a sponge and I stayed in that room and I looked at the guys that own the OU boxes and I looked at the guys that ran the companies that worked with the company, you know, rolling work. I was like, bro, I could this do is possible. this. This, this is, is possible. possible. Like I'm already like I just got and I just it made me more motivated to listen. I was actually talking to a buddy uh, in D.C. yesterday. Um, you know, he's big, big, big liaison, big politic guy. He grew up in politics, went to the University of Maryland. He was telling me, he's like, he, he blew my mind again. You know, he was like, I grew up in this city. This, this, this D.C. is a corporation. It's a it's a machine. It's it's a company and it's a good boy business. But he's like, when I stepped into that space, he's like, I was actually really disappointed, like, like the characters around me and like and 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 and. For him, I'm sure he really saw that. Damn, he can do this too. Like this, it's it's like that old saying: like the world was built by no one smarter than you, you know. Mm-hmm. And and but as a kid growing up, and I like I didn't, I don't even know those games. I never even got put in that position, you know. I didn't have any parents that had a network like that. So, so I just feel like you need experience, and and we need to give people more exposure so that gives them more confidence because mm-hmm. it gave me confidence big time. That's that's huge, bro. Like, I think that's huge because, uh, you know, sometimes we have self-doubt, you know, and I think that's one of those where it's like, you know, your little brother being there saying like, damn, I can do this. Yeah, like, guys, like just they're believing. just people. They're just yeah, like me. yeah, exactly. Like, it's a possibility, you know. That's what I feel like, bro. I'm, a, I'm already too old, but that's how I feel like when I go get very close to a Thunder game and I see it, and I'm like, damn, bro, I can be there hooping with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that feels that that has to feel like tight, you know? And I think for a kid, I think that's a, a, a dope experience because then again, it opens that possibility of like, you can achieve whatever you want. As long as you put your mind to it, you yeah. block all the self doubt. That's it. Yeah. That's all you need. And, you know? and, and when I, when I tell people confused at home, like, like listening, like, like looking for that room or look like, like just keep looking. And I, I promise you, if you simplify it and you are a good person and you manifest trying to be in a different room, like I did, like the good omen will come. Someone will offer you an opportunity. It's up to you to say yes. It's up to you to be prepared. But like, 
they're out there, bro. And like, you, you, again, that, that's so important. I mean, that because they give you perspectives. Also, the people in those rooms have also experienced things that you probably haven't, whether that be travel, what to look out for, for this simple things that 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 folks don't really do, um, you know, at home, like, you know, what fork you eat with, mm -hmm, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, but their experience. So being that sponge, you just you, you're le you level up so quick. So if, if I had to give anybody advice, I'd be like, go find another room. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, bro, it's crazy just to think of all the, you know, the shit you've been through as far as, like, the learning process. Like, out of all of this, like, what has been, like, the most difficult shit for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, what has been like that, you know, like, damn, like, uh, to be in this position, I had to do this or do that. You like. I think the, I, I think for me, I'm always, like, um, super welcoming and super positive and, like, the fun, like optimistic and and i you have my loyalty as soon as i see you and i went into a joint partnership um early in my gaming career my first company and the partnership just didn't pan out like mm -hmm. i had envisioned it and and it hurt me and it really like bro it really messed me up in the sense like i like business is it's ruthless it's ruthless like yeah. damn i don't want to play this game that ain't that fun like yeah and you're watching shows like billions and i get into them and like axe capital and like but it ain't about the money you know like we talk about it like it's the it's the coupon that gets you you know that, that allows you to yeah get that experience or that allows you to provide uh you know leverage to somebody and, and, allow, and allow growth but uh yeah, bro. I think the joint partnership, like it, it messed me up when it didn't work out the way I wanted to. Um, so I had to get over that early mm -hmm. in entrepreneurship. Um, so that, that was a challenge, you know, bro, like, um, there, but there are good people out there and, and it's just like anything else. It's like almost like a tough breakup to be right. honest. It's like a tough breakup. Cause like you look you, forward to it and it's like, boom. Yeah. And then maybe they're at you or, yeah, or whatever you know, the case like, may be. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel that bro. And it's, uh, what about it, you? What about you? What's, what's like something that like since your transition and like growing this podcast and like, you know, think, think, get trying to get ahead and what you're doing. And well, it, shit, bro, to be honest, it's 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 been crazy, bro. And I think what uh, what I try to focus on is that enjoying the journey. Right. Because, you know, everything comes with the sacrifice. Right. So my thing going into before the pandemic happened I'm over here doing, you know, freelancing because I had quit my job at Cox working. I was working 10 hours, 12 hour shifts a oh, day. So and I wanted to do work. the content shit. Yeah. Right. This is when I just ordered. This is 2018. This is when Tight. I ordered the, you know, mics and stuff. And I'm like, I want to start podcasting. I'm in my apartment. I'm doing it in the living room, you know, and it made me realize, like, damn, right now I'm tired. I'm tired. I get you put a lot of hours, go to the gym. And then when it comes to the content, I'm tired. So I had to sacrifice that. So when I quit Cox, I had a plan. I had some money saved up to you know, at least stretch for good eight months. Yeah. And, you know, I started doing a little bit of freelancing videography and stuff, but Oklahoma is clearly not the market for that. So I was like, ah, oh, shit. Now I got to find a job. But in my head, I'm like, I'm willing to sacrifice the money mm -hmm. that I was making. Cause I was making good money, yeah. but time, I was miserable. Zero time. Right. For X, so for I'm like, exactly. Mm -hmm. So then, then that's when I kicked in. I'm like, I'm going to look for a part-time job, sacrifice the money and shit. As long as it's, it's enough to pay the bills. I'm good. Cause I want to do this shit, bro. bro. And then that's one of those where it's like sacrifice comes with, you know, you got to pay the price for yeah. it. And it's like, that's part of your preparation. Exactly. And it's like, as long as I enjoy it and I'm good, I have been able to meet people like you and a lot of great guests that it's like, had I not put in the work, the consistency and stuff, I wouldn't be in this position where it's like, you know, people are DMing me like, yeah. hey, can I get on? Like, I would yeah. love an interview, this yeah. and that. Like, that's huge. Bro, that's so key what you were saying, though. That's that's huge, you know, and putting in that that early work and that that sacrifice. I yes. think that was the biggest thing. Because, like, you really do got to sacrifice. I, I, mean, like, I got to really sacrifice gotta... the Jays, buying the Jays. Yeah, I got to sacrifice yeah. eating out every time. But it's like. As long as I'm enjoying the journey, and I think, I, man, I, I love it, bro. I wake up every fucking day, I'm pumped. Like, what am I going to do today, you know? We're Saturday, bro. We're here, like, bro, let's get this shit. Yeah. Yesterday, we were talking, like, yeah, bro, let's get it, bro. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Let's record and shit. So, I think that right there and, like, just alone starting the year off. Like, I, I'm, like this year, like, I, I'm over here last year saying, like, this is going to be a good year. I always say it every year, but I think there's something about this year that's different. And... Boom, started off, you know. So what like gives you what gives you the motivation every day? Like wh when you're starting this new year and you got goals, like how do you go into about like planning your year or or 
getting yourself motivated every morning. I think it, it obviously I go by yearly goals, right? Yeah. What I'm on to I'm the same way year. actually. Yeah. I'm the same way on yearly obviously, goals. Obviously I, I have like, a long-term vision. Exactly. But yearly bullet points. I think that's what it comes it's down key, to. Right? It's like having a yearly goal. So what am I what, what am I going to get accomplished this year? So like I said like I want to have at least start building a second source of income, whether if it's here or whether if it's, you know, investments, I have to find that uh-huh. because it's like the best explanation is like, you know, you have one source of income, you, you know, you, you lose your job, boom, you're done. Yeah, but if you have multiples, income. yeah, mm-hmm. they can keep knocking them down, but you have, you're still sustainable, you know? So I think so that's, that was one goal. That, okay. That's huge. That's huge. Um, I think traveling is good for, for like self. Like I, I want to do at least three times a year. Yeah. So it's like traveling, I think is one of those where it's like, I get the, I, I'm happy. I'm happy when I'm traveling. I'm happy when I'm doing shit, you know, and content. So I think that one was one also obviously looking at like, okay, I want to this year when it, we look at it, I want to be at 5k, 8k subscribers. Oh, I gotta look at this yeah. as a business. I want to yeah. be able to interview big names. So that's one of the goals. It's like yeah. be able to interview idols and people we look up to and just be that podcast that people want to be on you know what i'm saying yeah. like ain't no full sin over here ain't no you know logan pot yeah, we're doing our own the thing. half court it's the half court you know what i'm saying that's right but i think it's good to, you know to just set those goals man and just be motivated every day you know bro, we huge we yeah. like to complain about a lot of shit but it's like nah bro if you have a roof you you're healthy you bro, got gratitude food. gratitude it, it, it sounds a little like cringy or whatever the hell like corny whatever but bro you get to wake up bro you get to fucking i think travel does that that opens your that view yeah because because you see how people live in other countries bro exactly and like i mean how many come to ask you for help or ask you for this or try and sell you this little thing and you're like damn man like the grad that travels open that in my mind i think a lot of millions of americans need to get out of the country a little experiencing that culture shock like just be in there like you know what i'm saying like i have a lot bro i think traveling i think is one of the huge ones and just freedom bro like if i can put myself in that position of freedom yeah i'm the happiest guy because then at so that like point, like if like if i'm at home right now and i like my job sucks and it doesn't suck but it pays the bills like but i want to do something else and like what do i like what would you do what would you go how would you go about it like how i've gotten that question bro because i talk about it a lot like yeah. especially like on the spanish side of the podcast i'll talk about a lot like just find something that you're okay with. Cause I, I, I feel like if you're a creative person, you want to be free. There's not going to be a job you're going to be happy with. Cause right. the, the question comes down to like, will you do it for free? Right. Hell no, I would not work yeah, no. where I'm working at for free. Yeah. I can do this for free. I'm doing it for free right now. Right. So it's like, but there's, there's that, find that, yeah. find that like where you can like work and that can sustain all your bills. And, and maybe you can have enough to invest into what you want to do, whether it's if you want to become an artist, a musician, a, uh, you want to start your own podcast, you know, find, put yourself in that position where first of all, it doesn't consume that much time on your day. And second of all, if you got to cut bills, cut those bills, like pay off some stuff and just put yourself in that position. I think that's huge. Yeah. You know, just find I, that spark. That's I, what it yeah. comes down to. Just trying to find that. Cause people like, I, uh, it's yeah. everyday routine. No. Well, I know. couldn't, I couldn't agree more, bro. And that, that, that's huge. And honestly, it reminds me of this book called atomic habits i think by james clear and so it talks about like you know you know the most disappointment in starting like if, I, if i'm trying to start something up new you hit it on the head when you're like just start small investing or build a little bit mm-hmm. you know it talks about like a straight line say there's a flight from new york to los angeles straight arrow straight line and uh and you move the plane over eight inches to the left Mm -hmm. like by the end of the flight you're gonna end up in tijuana and the point of it in atomic habits is like you don't necessarily need to make drastic change like you're in the gym and you're going three hours all of a sudden the beginning of new year's and you're gonna get this like massive result and most people the way the way they think the graph works is you know they got the graph here and they're it's like steady growth when in reality your, your graph looks like this, where like the majority of all the work you've put in, you see zero results, but then it goes up and the graph is more of a curve. Mm-hmm. And this curve line, this, this is like the disappointment and failure stage where people like quit because the results weren't quick enough. And, and so like what you just hit on the nail is like what I wish I learned early. Like, bro, if I was putting away 25 to 50 bucks to 100 bucks and and some some tech investments some like i mean even if i didn't learn even if, even just the S, s&p 500 if i would have done that early on in the navy like 1920 didn't think about it but started the small habits to do that and not touch it 
Bro, by the time you're 28, 29, and you're ready to launch your concept, or you're, you've, you've met that mentor, you've learned the industry, you've passed the ideas around through your mentorship, and they all like it, you got that nest egg, whatever it is, to double down and throw it in because you've built the, the investing habits early, and, and you just got to start. And so it's like, it's starting small, like you said. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's huge, bro, because just like compound interest in the market, compound habits or small little things you you change in your normal routine whether that even just be like what you're putting into your head um it's gonna have compound results yes and i'm looking at all this as like results five years from now i'm looking ahead i'm like we might blow in five years but i want to keep enjoying the journey bro keep that spark in right so i'm thinking each episode like okay what can we do better like i'm just in that kobe mentality of like I got to be in the gym every day. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's just That's that. why we got the goal. One a week. One a week. Or yes. That. It's one of those where it's like, it's like you said, it's a long-term graph. It's like, it's going straight and then, but you have to just it wait always, your turn. You got to wait. You got to wait. wait your turn. It's not just relevant to your, how it's your, you're going to see the results as you so, do it. Do you think that maybe it's more of uh, obviously schemes and, and, and social media. Do you think it's, that has messed up our patience to wait and keep hustling. Some, somewhere down right. the line, we've, 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 we're more everything quick. Lacked. Yeah. On so, every aspect, yeah, gym, everything, goals, mm-hmm. everything. We want everything, boom. We don't get it, we quit. You know? Yeah. That's, you that's think- a thing. I don't know where it came from. I don't know where it stemmed from, but I see it a lot. And I'm like, bro, like, I mean, you even hear some like young interns when they're like, you know, are in the company or, or or small young executives. They've been there like six months and they're like, you know, I just feel like I'm not making a difference. I feel like I'm not really contributing to the team. Like, bro, you've been here six months. Like you got to stick things through. And I, I think for sure you're right. And and people miss miss and the, I think, the long game. Yeah, bro. And I think that's why I think. Because first of all, we both consume Gary Vee content. He talks about it a lot. It could take five, yeah. 10 years, whatever. And we understand that. And I think, and that's the first thing I told you, bro. If you're in it for the well, long run, let's go. if you enjoy the journey. And if you enjoy if you're it, not enjoying the journey, that's right. pretty hard to get through that. Right. Yeah. And I remember you were like, yeah, bro. When I put myself into something, like it's go time. Like, go time. And I'm like, ah, oh, But yeah. at the same time with the thought process, like I told you, like, like we got to crawl before we walk and yeah, before we run. You said huge. it too. You know, that's we got huge. to, we just got to start recording, bringing in some of our, you know, it's great Alex and Danny. And then, yes. you know, let's go through the Rolex and really get the, you know, big names when we're ready. Yeah. You know? I think that's. It's huge, bro. And I think, yeah, bro, I think if you, if you're motivated and I think what it comes down to also is that discipline, because discipline, I think is the hardest thing to create, right? When you don't want to go to the gym and you go, that's discipline. Yeah. discipline. You know what I'm saying? I shout out to all the people that go to the gym after work, after they have a long eight hours a day and then they have to go to the gym. Shout out to you. Cause that takes a lot. That takes a lot, you know? And it's like that, that's what it comes down to. I tell people that like, you know, you can start, you're going to be pumped and shit, but that's creating that discipline. So when yeah. you don't want to edit the podcast or you don't want to, you know, you got to do it. When mm-hmm. you're tired, you want to, you know, like that's what it comes down to is discipline. And usually if you love it or you really like have high ambitions for it, you'll make time. Exactly. Make time. You make time for the shit you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You do. That's huge. Yeah. You do. Um, but man, it would be so cool though. Like if you could have like a studio like this with some other, like an incubator for kids that like want to start podcasts or want to get into maybe producing or music. Bro, it's crazy. Cause there's not enough outlets. Like it's if crazy. I think about kids right now and the abilities and ways to make revenue, like drop shipping, internet, this, that, none of that education is really in the system right now. Um, somebody had hit me up, um, on the pod, on the half court Instagram and said the same thing. Like, bro, we can get together and make something happen about like kids that want to produce music, want to be an artist, want to start podcasting. And I think that was huge. And I, I told him like, that's great. Like we can do that. Like that definitely be the goal, but don't you think we need a capital for that? Like we need, yeah. To, like, oh yeah. You, need, you like, need funding. The, right. No, you need funding. Right. I think the, the, the whole idea would be to build this, like a warehouse where it's like, from every Thursday or every so-and-so there's classes you can get to be behind Workshops. the scenes and then you get people that are doing it whether yeah. they're just small like, like trying to get things going on their end I know a guy you know just eat does beats kills it but he would love to go there and give back to the kids you know what I'm saying exactly. like it, it, it's it's kind of crazy bro because I feel like some of the stuff that when I was you know just born how I grew up like you're just kind of forced into a trajectory 
that you didn't necessarily choose on your own, but it's the way the social environment is. Like college was so pushed on me and I was horrible at high school, bro. And like, I don't know if I just didn't have the discipline around me that told me to really get there and I didn't have the people, you know, pushing me to go. But like, you know, college was so scary because I knew I wasn't going to be good at it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but I thought that was the only way I was going to impress my family. You have that pressure of like, damn, I got to do this because it's not, I'm going to be a failure to them. And you have, it's, yeah, I I definitely, I I was there too, bro. And it's like. But now, like, I love the internet, and now, like, even now, kids growing up, it's way different. You got people like even Gary Vee that make multi-millions. They're telling you, you know, just learn NFTs, like, or learn learn a trade. They're not saying not to go to college, Um, and I think it's important, especially when you have a trade or you grow up, like, my, my, my best friend, Varun, he... He wants to save lives, so he's he went through med school. He mm-hmm. did he dedicated, but he's enjoying the journey. He right. loves. It. I think that's people a, you got to go to school yeah, for that. No, people I love think that. the system's still screwed up though. Like why are why are doctors in debt? Uh, you know, a whole mortgage like three hundred grand after they get out trying to save lives, and then they're overworked because the system puts three hundred patients. Like there's some stuff to talk about there, and bro. just learning him and like seeing what he goes. I'm like damn, bro, doctors ain't even like you gotta. It's messed up. Like we gotta take care of the people that want to take care of us more. Right. You know, and. Yeah. Incentivize them more, and somewhere is the system's broken. But again, you really can't complain unless you're doing something about it. Right, exactly. And that's, I've stopped that. I used to complain a lot, but it's like, do something. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, I gotta just shut up. And, I think it's, I, you know. and then there's difference. There's difference between complaining and then uh, bringing up the topic. Well, yeah, and keeping, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would say bringing it up, too. like, because that's I, that's important awareness, right? Like, I think the right thing to do would would have been like when the whole pandemic is like was happening at a high level was like, okay, I'm gonna wipe every nurse and every doctor's debt student low debt clear because you guys are putting in the work you guys are doing all over time and you're just dealing with this that has never been a thing like just wipe yeah. that shit out i think that would have been the right move but yeah but again it's just like but we don't again, know all the variables we don't know and, and i think really like yeah it could have been a well not really because then you you know the people that hold the debt they get screwed over i mean you just change the whole system but it's it's from the get-go we got to change the system you know i think maybe even government has to get more regulated when it comes to the healthcare system. Like, cause I feel like it's a monopoly with all these companies that control it. Yeah, and, and huge. all these providers control the hospitals, the hospitals set the, the bar for the doctors and what they're going to make. And like, there's no competition with that. It's kind of like, unless you're talking about living in Houston or living in New Mexico where the recruiting is harder, but like the hospitals are kind of controlled by a monopoly. I feel like mm-hmm. most of these, most big, these pharma big, too. big pharma. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a lot. It's a lot, bro. A lot of topics. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's no, no. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I, I like it, to talk about that same. shit too, bro, because I feel like that's just one of those where it's like it's more on the serious side of, of a conversation, but it's also need to be talked about. That's one thing I respect about Joe Rogan is because he talks about that shit, bro. Um, Nobody wants he to talk brings about awareness, it. bro, and so many subjects like UFOs, are aliens real? Yes. Like he is, he's on it, bro. I I, I love Joe Rogan's and podcast. He's, it's crazy because, bro, he has such a big influence, a big impact. I mean. He's a number one podcast, but right now he's trying to get canceled because. So what's up with that? Bro, Tell me, it, why it, did he? So what? first Spotify, right? Some artist, I don't remember who artist asked to remove all his songs from Spotify because he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't agree with what Joe Rogan was giving. He was giving misinformation about COVID and the vaccines and stuff. And then the media followed, followed that. And we're throwing dirt on Joe Rogan's name saying like he's giving misinformation. They should take him down and this and that. But it's like, okay, if he's giving misinformation, because he's having doctors in there, he's having, you know, all these scientists and shit. If he's giving misinformation, why don't you come out and like he's giving misinformation, but here are the facts of that misinformation. They just they're just saying misinformation. That's it. What? Bring facts. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a political push. It's like a witch hunt. So they're they're trying to cancel him, which I think the man is uncancelable. Like you can't cancel him. You, period. Yeah, no. Period. And now we're getting blocked. Everybody, decentralized. People are gonna find that content. Everybody's with him. Yeah. The another one. Another one. They're they're trying to go so hard for it that they made a compilation of Joe Rogan saying the N word. They put like a two minute, three minute video of him saying the N word. But if you look at it, it's way out of. They're putting it out of context. Like it's really not. You know what I'm saying? So it's this, like, this is a leading topic to that. This is a, like like just top of the dome. Like what about like. Is it kind of messed up? So it's messed up that they're doing that. Obviously, the people are on his side. I know there's mixed emotions when it comes to politics, but like Trump, right? Now he's banned from all these platforms. Like, is it a national security reason? But like, if he's dumb and, and you don't believe in him, why, why can't we just hear what he has to say? 
why is it is it kind of messed up that he doesn't have a platform i think like even if i wanted to tune out and not listen mm -hmm. like people's point of views are always but i think it, it, it the whole band definitely scaled up ever since the whole pandemic that's when yeah. Trump got really huge, like, get out of here. They banned a couple of doctors that Joe Rogan had on the podcast. Oh, banned permanently from Twitter wow. because they tweeted some things. And according to Twitter, it's misinformation. So they banned him. Twitter ah, bans those doctors and just give them, they don't give them a legit reason. That's, that's like the crazy part. That's the internet owned by the... By the blockchain the, is... Blockchain, somebody central. Comes, but we'll see, we'll see how big government... And and big corporation gets involved, right? Right now, it's decentral. It's decentral land. You could buy land. You can advertise whatever you want mm -hmm. on that. But then you got Meta, and Meta is not selling no land, and they're gonna they're gonna control all the mm -hmm. billboards and their metaverse, all this. So if I'm government and and let's play the devil's advocate, like if I'm government in the bad side, I want to control the metaverse so i want facebook to win right because nobody can buy land in there nobody can choose i could just call zuckerberg but and see, take that off but see if we look at it right this and this is my theory on the whole metaverse controlled by facebook mark zuckerberg is known for selling our information yeah that's how he was become a billionaire right Facts. he wants more control with this metaverse he's but he's able to see you on a person like he can see you he can get more information out of you mm -hmm. and i think this is going to be uh, opportunity for him to gather even more information and sell to advertisers. So I think it's, he's going to scale. He's going to probably become the richest man if this metaverse becomes a success. That's my theory on it. I just think it's just you. You there's just a lot of more information. You got he got you more yeah. into his world of like I got this information. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Here, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom. It's all about that. Yeah, it's all about that. But at least you know what? When I, I think you might be right, bro. Because I mean, he teamed up with Microsoft, which now you're talking about Bill Gates and him, which they actually do have a good relationship. And now they're teaming up, and they're going to be I mean, software developer, meta users. Like, it's it's, all, it's a good play. All it's these good platforms, play. bro. It's all about how long can they keep you on the app. That's why it's so easy, you know, no, for, for, for sure. you to be addicted to TikTok because it's all scroll, new video, scroll, yeah. new video, scroll. I and guess then my have, only point is like just like the Internet is there are still some dark web ways to find information that you haven't seen, like whether you want to see what's going on in Iran or whatever yeah. else they're out there, those videos. But um, and I think that's going to help with blockchain. I think people will still be eventually find the way even in there, even if their Oculus doesn't allow you to go to this mm. VPN. We're going to figure out a way to get in these other metaverses where I think hopefully we can exchange. I just hope the exchange for information doesn't ever you know, get monopolized. Just just, you know, going back to the whole Joe Rogan thing. I'm glad that people are behind him. You know, you got people like supporting him. Because he has had to address the video, the whole... When he had COVID, he, he came out with the uh, video saying, like, he took antibodies and stuff. And CNN had took that same video and put him yellow. Like, he was sick. What? Yeah, he really? edited it. Like, he, Joe Rogan talks about it. He shows I, it? Yes. Oh, he, I gotta he did look a, at this. He did a comparison. He's like, that is wild that the wow. media manipulated... It, it, me it's it's my the, skin tone the skin tone he looked like he was sick like he like wow yellow like a simpson character you know what i'm saying and Damn. it's like it's wild when it comes to this whole situation in the pandemic how controlled they have this thing wow. and how can you not give you know anything that somebody says it's misinformation you know what i'm saying yeah. it's, it's it seems a little controlled yeah and it all comes <laughs> back to censorship right yeah we live in this generation where it's hella soft like it's just anybody can get canceled i don't know if you saw the whole dave Chappelle when he did oh, like yeah a, the joke yeah like, yeah on, man. Like, i know they try to cancel him but yeah. he's uncanceled like you can't you know what i'm saying yeah. like so i feel like with joe rogan it's the same bro i think you know he's definitely a, a person i respect a lot when it comes to like there's certain things i don't agree but it's like he's just Listening. He brings the truth he, and he brings awareness. He, he gives his opinion on it. Yeah. He listens. He brings a lot of, I've learned a lot of shit yeah, listening to his bro. podcast. It's yeah, like, he brings on the best of the best. Yes. Yeah, Talks like, about good. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. We need more of that. We need, mm -hmm, I mean, exactly. but people have been doing that. Like the guy that wrote, uh, you know, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mm -hmm. uh, Robert he, Robert, he's got his podcast and he talks about like some, like, I think the government does this. He talks about the government, uh, you know, kicking him out of, of mining positions and like taking his gold back in the day. Like 
these podcasts and this open, you know, access to your viewership, like has allowed for, for growth, I think for people. Cause like, if I read the book back in the day, I still never actually got a chance to like be in the room with him. But now via YouTube, like I'm yeah. listening to this dude and I'm like, I'm toned, I'm dialed we don't, in. There's not an agenda. There's not, not an anymore. Yeah. Like when yeah. all, everything is through media. Right. Now we have these other platforms, Outlets, yeah, platforms that give more truth. Like you can see I love it, it bro. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's taught shit. me so much. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, I'm curious to see where this blockchain and decentralization goes as far as like content and having something that's more freedom of speech, no censorship type of deal. So, and I really want to see if it like helps out the overall economics of things. Like, you know, they talk about decentralized finance, like killing banks, like, because now through blockchain, you can you can be the bank. I can own a crypto like Ethereum and I could choose to stake it, which provides liquidity to people in a pool, just like a bank providing a loan. And I actually get paid an annual pay APY a year for that liquidity. And like mm. I'm the bank. So now people are borrowing from people. Now we're the bank. Now we're making these, like the loans, you know, now you're going to have smart contracts for houses and house agreements that they're going to be sh sugar coke. I mean, and I'm going to be able to look on, on Zillow. I'm going to be able to click it. And I'm going to be able to say buy now with my mm -hmm. Bitcoin or whatever else. I don't got to pay the fees to go through the bank and get this filed, get this notarized. This person that's been in business because all they do is the stamp, like all that's going away because it's more peer to peer business. So it's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's more direct. It's direct. Of like middleman. Me kinda. and you are paying each other for the house. No one, nothing else. No middleman. No, no middleman. I don't even, it's going to affect a lot of realty too, because, you know, as you see now, you're able to see the whole house and this, you're still going to want to see it in person, but like 6% of the realtor doesn't make any more sense for the buying and closing and this, when you can transact all this online, mm. it's more money in our pockets. It's mm -hmm. more money in the peer to peer. It's more money from the artist, whatever else, whatever else. So mm. that's going to be interesting. The economics. Jeez, man. Yeah. This whole thing is all about getting the information, consuming it studying it like it goes back to the whole nft thing and how weird and and new this is is just keep keep consuming that information yeah yeah so you, you finally start understanding it you know yeah so. why not i mean and it, it, it's software really like if you're investing in 99 even now google you're investing in software companies mm -hmm. like blockchain ethereum all it's just you're betting on software mm -hmm. which is like huge bro like you want to invest in tech and so definitely take the time to get into it. Like read the, and, and like we said, Atomic Habits, bro, jump on a podcast once a week. That once a week, bro, by the end of the year, you're going to know a lot of shit about Bitcoin. Yeah. Just got to find the right <laughs> podcast. The I, right one. Yeah. They say podcast is like a, a broke, a broke man's free book, ebook or something. And it's like, uh, shit. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I totally agree. A lot of information. You learn a lot of shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like the, the entrepreneurs and like documentaries about you know big successful people because it's like you learn so much and i mean if you really break it down i made money watching youtube because youtube brought me gary v gary v brought me the opportunity to invest and then boom it xed but it all happened because i found him online <laughs> that's tight yeah back bro. in the day bro how my mom grew up my mom at 23 24 she was like looking at her best friends or people around her or her grandma or her mom that had experiences and she was only limited to what that knowledge of those experiences were. Like, bro, now I, I get to sit in a room with Jack Ma or Gary V via just the internet and listen to what they're talking about that day. Be that sponge. You're totally mm. right. YouTube, listen, be the sponge. Bro, it's, it's, you can do it. Anything is possible. Yeah. Wow. It's tight. I fuck yeah, with the bro. vibes. Yeah, for sure, bro. And it's just, just do it, man. That's it. That's what it comes down to. Just yeah. do it. You know, Let's do it. Do it. So let me tell you this, bro. I was going to ask you this off cameras, but I'm going to ask you right now, man. You got a shoe plug over there because you got some fresh ass kicks. Sheesh. Boy uh, rocking the six. The yeah. Travis. Yes. The Cactus Jack. Yeah. So uh, uh, I, I did. One of my shoe plugs went a little south because I actually ended up finding out that I was getting some 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 not authentic mm. stuff. Reps. Some reps. Reps have gotten good, bro. But reps have gotten they great. They've gotten good. Like, yeah. trust me. Like, I've been looking at it. Like, yeah. If I can't cop the shoe when it comes out, because think about it, bro. Retail is what? 190, 200, yeah. 220? Yeah. And then the secondary and then the market. Fuck. 
those up. I'm pretty popularity. sure if I look those up. Bro, after that, con- well, the concert kind of took him down. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but, but Travis Scott's always go high, yeah. Yeah, he kills it. With yeah. yeah he kills it. So I, I, I do buy some StockX. Um, I did have a plug for a little bit. Found out I got, got called out and watched well, one of them were re- replicas because I put a boy on to him and uh and he went to what's uh i also buy uh the shoes here what's up what's shout out them they got the shoes downtown um, shoe store what's the uh, name uh i forgot it's right on 10th street and walker Fuck. Launchpad? no not yeah. Launchpad. i'm not any yeah well, anyway yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that so that's yeah you i normally- like shoes i like for me it's like what like for me um it's what I'm into and what I found more is like, and I don't like save shoes. I don't collect them. I just, if I Where? like them, I rock Where? them. Yeah. But it's a conversation starter. And usually that like, I see somebody like Alex, bro, Alex and dad, like Alex, he, he had the ones on and I was like, uh, he was like, actually the ones is like my favorite shoe. And I was like, bro, started. me too. That's wild. Yeah. Think about it that way. You're it's right. combo. It's like, yeah. it's your, your, even like digital assets and things will flex in the digital world. Like it'll be things that you, things that you find in common. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like definitely what we wear is 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 it's a big part. It's of, a it's uh, a, it's what we are. It's right an invitation of what we like. So mm, so yeah, huge. the shoe game. When you see somebody, it just starts a conversation. Yeah, cool. that's, yeah. That's, that's what I like about it the most. It's interesting, but yeah, they've gotten hella good. I've seen people do reviews on replicas, comparing them to the actual real one, and it's very little details. And it's like, but it's an interesting market because I feel like yeah, the market sure you got a good be, shoe plug. Yeah, the market was good, but now that people just skyrocket and resell them for three four five times the price and it's like whoa yeah jesus like yeah nah bro i gotta i gotta be up there to be you know yeah no i wouldn't even mind rocking some replicas because sure it's up there you know what yeah, i'm saying no and at the end of the day and like, it's, it's for the love of it's it like, for the love of like, it I, I mean you get full yeah i mean you know but what's great what i also like is like buy the real because you're giving back to the creator you know what i mean that mm-hmm. kind of deal too i mean I always find a good deal but like uh you know um yeah, it was just, it was, it was, but I, I love shoes, bro. It's unfortunate situation yeah. with the replicas, but yeah. 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 That's me. That's me too, bro. I think one of my, one of my, I don't know if you can call it a bad habit, but that was the shoes. I stopped that. Like I said, eating out was another one. I like trying different food. Bro, authentic. Yeah. That, I was like, it was a, there was a time in my life where I was going out almost every day just to eat out just cause it was like, yeah. I, that's something I enjoy too. Small restaurant. Yeah. Me too, yeah, bro. bro. Authentic food. And then especially like chopping it up, good conversation, yeah. whoever you're going with. Yeah. No, when I travel, like I am like looking for what the local popular pop is or mm-hmm. drink, what what the local appetizer main course is. Like I'm trying to yeah. taste everything. Yes. And some of the, some things you're like, damn, like how did you grow up eating this? Mm-hmm. But people probably say the same thing with me and Menudo and like, you know, shit, we grew up eating but uh, yeah, no, I'm with you, bro. Tasting food, trying new things. I mean, how do you know what you like if you haven't tried it all? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna challenge you to this, bro. Yeah. You mentioned that you're back in the gym, full throttle, right? Boom, boom. What's your goal? I made a commitment. So what's your should, goal? What are you trying to look like? What are you? So I don't really have. I don't. I don't really have like a look goal. So for me, like weight wise, do you have one? Don't even have that, bro. Like okay. you know, for me, it's uh, it's the results. Like and I, as results, I mean um, my run times. Mm-hmm. I, I mean just being in the navy and being a rescue swimmer in the navy. I trained on a like heavy schedule. I was swimming three times a week. I was lifting in the gym. I was running. You know, we always have a PRT test like a mile and a half mm-hmm. push-up sit-ups so for me I always look at working out as a way to be ready for life like bro if I'm at my grandma's house and shit goes down and my mom lives four miles away I want to be able to run to my brothers and sisters in under 20 minutes be there save them like or when I'm on a trip I want to be able to run jump swim yeah you got to yes, be able huge, to get huge. out yeah bro you got to be ready for life like if you go yeah especially on a trip and, there's this rock that you have to jump into the water. You want to try it out. Like, it's fun. Like, you want to be able to be in condition for that condition. kind of shit. Or you just shit happens overseas. Or, yeah. And you got to be ready to, you, you got to be, and you know, when you train your body to be ready for life, run, jump, swim, the the, the results just come. Yeah. Like, the looks just come. Mm-hmm. Your okay. habits and what you okay. eat. So, for me, I, the only promise that really got it boosted was uh, I was having a dinner with a client at Mickey Mantle's. And uh, he, he was with another uh, sales rep from another manufacturer. 
And through the conversations, I actually, uh, everyone from the tribe, I'm signing up for the Memorial Marathon here in, in OKC. And me and him shook hands to run the marathon. And he's kind of in his, I mean, good on him. He's like in his late 40s, but he's killing it. And, you know, he's like, I haven't run the 26 miles yet. He's like, I've been wanting to do it. It's in April. So we shook hands. And, you know, when you shake hands, you got to. So, so you're I, doing it? Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. So, so, the more, so for me, I was like, all right, I've been eating good for the holidays. Like, I got to get on it. Like, I, 26 miles is a truck, Gosh. bro. Bro, that's a truck. That's a lot. So, but I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna do it. And, yeah. and and like I say, for me, I like being. I, I was balance is key in life. And and the holidays, mm -hmm. you know, you sometimes you get off of it. But when I like to travel, I mean, I do want to be ready to run four miles if I need to, mm -hmm. or swim, or get out of the way. Because even when you travel, like you gotta, you're gonna have that balance of like i'm gonna try these foods even though they're not probably the bet like the healthiest because there's good foods like and see for me i throw all uh, all bets out the door like when i'm i'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying pretty, everything i'm trying everything everything like yeah, i don't I'm care trying. if it's healthy or not i'm yeah, just yeah. trying it you know yeah. every time i go back to my hometown i mean all kinds of fried shit i'm mm -hmm. you know it's just yep once you know every time you travel and shit you know so yeah you try, Try to keep that balance, but it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, so those are my goals. Like that, for that, me. that's good. Yeah, that's good because yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, it's like just you're just ready. playing for life. You know yeah. what I mean? And then, bro, I'm, I'm trying to live. I'm trying to be in my 40s, still playing with my little brother yes. or eventually my kids. Like I want to be able to move. So and it's crazy because like seeing technology. Just we we're talking about YouTube and this. Uh, my little brother, he's 13 now. He's 14. He he's like, I want to be, be, be a vegan. He's like, I'm looking into it. And I'm like, well, how did you know about being a vegan? Because I didn't know about any of this. You know, I was still eating the processed foods that were bad for you at his age. But like the fact that kids are learning that now and making solid habit choice. It's That's huge. huge. He's going to live till he's That's his lifespan is way longer. Just being more conscious of what you eat. I think that's, that's what causes cancer in the end. Yeah, that's all a, that shit we put in our number body one disease on. is what we consume because we have so much and it's crazy. But I had bro. zero education. Yeah, we, no education. Uh, a lot of us. taught me. A lot of us. I think uh, we're in this. We were in the yeah. same boat. Now it's like I'm more mindful of like what to eat, what is processed. It's it's wild, bro. Like yeah. all these diseases like and I always say this a lot. And it's like Back in the day, like my aunt, grandpa, they always had all these pills that had one for blood pressure, one for diabetes, one for this, one for that. And they always tied it down to like, mm -hmm. oh, it's a genetic thing. It, it you know, it runs in the family, but it wasn't that mm -hmm. I, I, I see, I saw, I started seeing their eating patterns where it's like a lot of fried, a lot of unhealthy. And I'm like, that's probably the main reason. So you hit it on the nail, bro. One of my boys, he, uh, he got sick real young in his life and got some cancer. And, uh, he talked about, uh, it's genetic habits, some, something with genetic, but habits. And, and so they found early on Kings, they used to be able to eat whatever they wanted, mm -hmm. do whatever they wanted. And they were starting to get similar uh, cancers and similar sicknesses towards the end of their death. And so their families would get it as well. It wasn't the same. It wasn't that you guys had the same like blood or DNA, yeah. or things, but it was the habits uh, that your parents have and that you would create as an adult and you live those habits. So you end up dying of similar cancers, prosthetic, whatever of, of the peoples that you, that you grew up around. So it's crazy. Like you do got to, but they didn't have the education. Neither did I. And now Ace is making different choices, but like, at least now you're, you're getting out there and you're getting more educated and you're like, okay, this is actually going to maybe improve 10 years yeah, of my life. And it is it, it's, like, it's, okay, I'm going to make a choice. It's really crazy. Cause it, it comes down to having those great people. There's this guy on TikTok that sometimes I'm like, damn, this guy doesn't, he doesn't get tired. And shout out to Jeremy. Uh, his name is Jeremy coach. Um, and he showed up on my for you page and he talks about the nutrition side of things. He'll okay. go to the supermarket and say, the this product here has these ingredients that are banned in other countries but according to the fda free education yeah and he gives you all this game and it's like damn that's wild and it's like, he'll do that, he'll bro. do a thousand videos talking about yeah. it you know and it's one of those where it's like damn we need more people like him because i'm more mindful now i'm more like oh shit and like, he put, yeah bro that's why i want to do this what's his name again shout him out again, yeah yeah jeremy bro. coach man he's from miami he travels around the world just trying to make an Educating impact that's you his, on that like, he wants to make an impact and stuff so i think that's huge and like i said it's just all about the awareness like right now this this shit is terrible plastic yeah. drinking off of plastic containers but yeah it, it, it's, it's a work in progress right it's a work in I progress mean, right because it's change right because yeah. it's like a lot of shit bro it's just like 
a lot of shit obviously it's like it's it's, it's gonna ruin you and like you have the possibility of catching these diseases and shit it's just minimizing it and cleaning your 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 nutrition as much as you can you yeah. know to the point where yeah you know you're enjoying it and shit so and like we talked before like i think the most important thing is don't look for drastic change don't mm-hmm. need to be don't need to change your complete diet right away small and over the course it might add five ten years of your life my quality of life might be better exactly you know yeah huge bro huge, huge. yeah huge. um I got, I got one thing. I think we were talking about, um, the other day we were talking about like the social credit and like you found oh, out about the East China, China system. They have that social credit, right? Blew my mind, right. bro. You know, we talk, yeah, I think we had, cause I think in our last podcast we had talked about, um, about China and about how they're ahead, right? right. A lot of things, but it comes with a cost and I'm looking up. You have to sacrifice like, freedom, bro. So their credit score is their, what they, what they call it? Social, social, credit. social credit. And so like, um, you use this social credit to ride the bus for free, public transportation, the ferry. Um, you use it to maybe even get a water out of the vending machine and based on your credit score. And most of them are like good standing citizen and you get access to all these benefits. I think right now they said there's like 19 million people off of the social credit system. And when you're off, you can't buy a house. You can't um, get insurance. You can't like, there's That's all wild. these things, bro. Talk about control. Right. So and then they shame you yeah. on the bus. Like if you don't walk the right, like if you jaywalk, you get on the bus after jaywalking, they're like, so-and-so, blah, 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 Jim Allen just jaywalked and you're on the screen and it shows you jaywalking. Everybody's just like shuns you. Yeah. And your social status goes down. That wow. would suck. You think we'll, we'll get to that point? No, I bet. No, I don't. better not. I mean, I you hope don't. not. I mean, no? I, I'm more optimistic in my views about... You know, the guys that left the British Empire and came over here and and we became the best economic just based on freedom and capitalism. And I, I think it stays the same. Um, hopefully. But but you're right. Hopefully. And I think uh, I think we definitely need to bring awareness to, to, to times when we think it's getting taken away from us. Well, there's this episode in Black Mirrors that is kind of like the same. You I were talking you about it. it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay, uh, it's very, Because they're all different, right? Because yeah, I watched all, a few yeah, Black Mirrors yeah, very, and they're crazy. They're interesting, bro. Yeah. Like, it's like, you have to figure out what kind of, what's going on in that moment. So this one's very interesting. It's the same concept, right? Yeah. Everybody has their phone and based on their phone, that's how they rate people on okay. their behavior. And it's so crazy because like, People have to be fake. Like, oh, hi, Casey. How you been, bro? Like, you know, awesome. And then after the conversation, Beep. let me give him five stars. Let me, you wow. know. And it's it's literally, it, it kind of felt like money. Like, it, it was it was a five-star five, five star rating, right? And four-star, you're considered like that middle class. 4.3, you're higher class. 4.5, you're like, damn, you're up there. You're elite. You can't come into this party if you're uh, 3.8 and lower. And it's like. And it's Bro, crazy. You, and they have a system where they can see it automatically. Like I can, I meet you right now. I'm like, damn, Casey's a five point. Uh, he's a 4.1. Okay. He's a high class. He's a, they call them quality humans, <laughs> wow. high quality humans or some shit. Wow. And I was like, wow. Bro, you hit it on the nail though. You said it's like money. It's and like there's money. been, there's been a lot like the money system. Like, you know, I like David's point when David was talking about how mm-hmm. it went from bartering to currency and all. That now there's no value there's, in the dollar. It's just, we put, we, we put the value on the dollar right. and the people that govern us put the value on the dollar. So very interesting. Um, I hope it doesn't. So change. I think the whole thing is she's trying to be this lady, this person that she isn't. So she's trying to be all fancy. Her brother is a, is a, has a 3.1. He's a, he doesn't give a fuck about that, but she's trying to be a high class based on somebody else's scale and game that they it's created. Wild, wow. no, it, it's wild, bro. crazy. It's wild, bro. So I think it was like, at the end of the day, she just ended up fucking losing her mind. And she was like, fuck everybody. Fuck this. Fuck that. And like, she ended up getting the lowest score. And she was like, ah, I feel fucking great. I feel alive. I'm myself again. Like, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I hope we don't get to that. Cause I, I, I my personally, I would have probably a terrible score because I'm like I'm being myself. Fuck Bro, that I'd shit. be the millions that would be, you know. But then again, that's that's if they choose that you're now not on this program and you can't get access to this, this, and this. That's where you're talking like revolution and that's, like at that point I'm you're, fighting for my freedom. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy though. I I hope we don't. And that's gratitude, bro. We mm-hmm. are born. We're so lucky. So lucky. Yeah, it's like what Gary V says. Like <sighs> the chances of you being born a human is. A yeah. million yeah. to like, but even slim. a human and you know and and be in the U.S. and yeah. have a chance. Like at least we got a shot. 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and you China, we can't even buy that. We can't even buy a house. Like I can't even get into real estate in China. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. It's scary, man. But yeah. What else do you got, bro? You got anything else? Man. We've been at it for an hour, so. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, man, I'm excited for these viewers, man. Let's just give, what, what do y'all want to hear? Um, yes. Let us know. Get in the comments, please. I want to talk about uh, world topics. We're going to bring out some good guests. Yes. Um, I'm going to definitely, as me and yeah, yeah. Darwin plans, bro. What are the yeah. plans? Tell, tell the people what we got going on as, for the half As court. Darwin and I get into it, um, I've already got a Rolex of call, contacts that I want to I want to reach out to and get on the show, but really, we just want to provide value to, to, to the listener and for me it's like it's diving deep into someone's journey and and then and let's really try and highlight what those uh coincidences were in their their journey and then how their journey is similar to what you're dealing with at home Mm -hmm. um so that's what i want to put out bro i i definitely want to stay ahead in the nft space me and darwin talk about going to vcon in may which the uh, the creators of larva labs and and crypto punks and board apes they're all going to be there um it's going to be a major move in the space and so we definitely want to bring you that and we're talking about even maybe doing a vlog yes going on the trip to minneapolis and uh, the way i look at vlogs is just like it's just a memory at the end of the day so it's like yeah. we're gonna have that look back always. 10 years from now always look at that regardless if it gets the views or not but it's just putting content whoever wants to fuck with us and look look I at ain't it even on what the views are whoever's yeah. listening to it's gonna get value yeah they're exactly. you're gonna get value like listen to this we're gonna show you some stuff we're gonna get in the mix like i'm gonna provide Shoot. value, and even if it provides value to one like that's it boom that's i'm glad we did this d yeah you know what i mean i'm excited bro so yeah bro i think uh that's it bro yeah how'd you think we did wrap it up baby we go when's the next one who's (laughs) coming next bro (laughs) yeah so before we close this we're gonna try to do like the way we have it structured is like we'll have a guest and then probably do one just me and casey have a guest and as we go, we might have like a w- four weeks or a week or two where we have guests, guests, guests. And, you know, we're always going to have one where we're just we're chopping up, up, update, maybe just have homies on and just chop it up and stuff. So, but we take criticism well, give us some comments, give yeah. ideas, give what you like to hear, who you might want on it mm-hmm. in OKC, um, you know, or anywhere around. We're, we're working on the travel equipment, too. So, yeah, we will come we're to you crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we should wrap this up, man. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.